Hey guys, welcome back to the Cinema Podcast. I'm here. I'm Lev Fauzi. Today I'm here with Samuel Parsons. Hello. And today, in our third episode, we're going to be ranking the classic Sam Raimi Spider-Man trilogy. Before we do, just uh, we're going to give you some movie news, as we always do. So let's get into it. Uh, our first bit of news is that <laughs> I can't believe this. There is going to be a Tom and Jerry movie. Yeah, is... person like I love Tom and Jerry. It's literally one of my favorite cartoons ever made, and I I, I saw the trailer for the Tom and Jerry movie, uh, and the fact it it just looks so bad. I am so disappointed in what they've done. <laughs> I haven't seen the trailer yet, but um, just thinking about it from an actual logistical point of view, like they're gonna do they're gonna do those weird films like Alvin and the Chipmunks, where most of the characters are live action. And then some of them are animated, and it, uh, it, it just kind of feels so weird. I, I think, once again, it's like, the um, film industry now can't come up with new ideas. It just regurgitates old ones and makes movies out of them, makes more TV shows. So yeah, but I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure it'll be a fun kids film. But I just, I can't see this one being that good, really. Yeah, I'm just disappointed. I never thought they would make a Tom and Jerry movie, and I was fine without one being made. So, on that sad note, we're gonna maybe make the mood a bit lighter and tell you that uh, Chris Pratt has been uh, confirmed to be in Thor: Love and Thunder. He's Star Lord in the MCU, and that is quite exciting. I'm so excited. I can't, I just, I, Thor Love and Thunder is, is one of the film, films that I'm uh, coming up in the MCU that I'm most excited about. I'm also a little bit nervous because it's going to be bringing back Jane Foster and making her wield Mjolnir, which is going to be strange, but I guess we'll see how that'll work. Um, but I think it's, um, it's very, very cool that Chris Pratt's going to be in it. Um, very, very cool. I, I really like Chris Pratt. I really like, I mean, I sort of like yeah. Star, Star Lord. I think they they maybe didn't do the best with him. They could with him in in um Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two and Infinity War, but um he was still pretty good in Infinity War. So I but I then, think it's going to be cool. I think it's going to be really cool. I mean the interactions that Thor has had with Star Lord inside yeah. the MCU so far have been hilarious. hilarious. Oh, it's yeah, so funny. So I think it's both at the beginning of Infinity War and the end of Endgame. It's just so yeah. hilarious. They're I'm going to I'm going to be looking forward to some good scenes. Yeah, and I, I apparently they're actually going to have even more MCU people in it. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see all the Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, but apart from that, I don't really know who else could be in it. Uh, I mean, maybe Captain Marvel, I guess. But reportedly, there's going to be a bunch of um, people in it. Uh, and it's being described as having an Avengers-level ensemble cast, which sounds very intriguing and exciting. So I am really looking forward to Love and Thunder. I think it's going to be really awesome. Yep, moving on. Deadpool 3 is officially happening. I haven't really seen any of the Deadpools yet, but I've heard they're very good. And uh, I think it's been going around for quite a while that Disney's going to be making another Deadpool movie, but it hasn't been confirmed and it's finally been confirmed. That's all so good. Deadpool 3 is happening. Ryan Reynolds will return, I'm guessing. And um, 
Did you see that he bought an English football club the other day? He bought Wrexham Town, which is quite funny. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know that. <laughs> but, but there you go. Um, and our next piece of news is a very interesting one, which is Black Panther 2 is going to start filming in July 2021. Uh, I am at a loss of what they're going to do uh, because obviously um, Chadwick Boseman passed away, which is so sad because um, he was just so awesome. Um, and I don't know who's going to, what's going to happen with Black Panther. What I, what I hope and what, the, what happened in the comics, so what I think probably will happen in the MCU um, is that uh, his sister Shuri will be um, the next Black Panther and will take up the mantle and will take up the suit. Um, but there are, there are tons of possibilities. So what do you think about this, Lev? Um, I have no idea how they're going to pull it off. I mean, Chadwick was such a good Black Panther. He was awesome. And, and like, and the villain, I, I, want, I wonder what they're going to do with the villain, because like it's been rumoured they're going to have Namor or they're going to have Craven the Hunter. Craven yeah. the Hunter is like originally a Spider-Man villain, but they could have him. And I, I don't know, it's with, with Chadwick out of the picture, I think it's going to be impressive if they can pull it off. I and think the, I, like think the way, two... I know you said that Shuri might take up the mantle, but I don't know the way that they've portrayed Shuri so far. I haven't. I don't really see her as becoming the next Black Panther. I mean, I I can see what you mean. She's kind of the clever one as opposed to the feisty one, the fight, the fight, the fighting one. But I think no, I think she could pull it off, especially with the whole aspect of her uh, presumably making our own suits. Um, I think I think it would be cool. Um, but of course, the other option is to make Killmonger from the first one the next Black Panther, which I heard, which would be cool, but it's not what happens in the comics, so I don't think that it would happen. I, I think it would be awesome if Killmonger could be the next Black Panther. He was awesome. Yeah. Such a good film, the first one. So yeah, hopefully Black Panther 2 will be good. Um, I'm looking forward to it, but also slightly apprehensive because of um, what they're going to do about their main character. Uh, and on to the ongoing Mandalorian Season 2. Um, episode four came out on Friday. Uh, as you might know, if you've been listening to this podcast, Lev isn't a huge fan of Star Wars, but I am. So um, I'll do a quick review of episode four, which was called the... I can't remember what it was called. I'll, I'll get it up. But it was it was chapter 12 um, of the series. Uh, I really, really enjoyed this episode. It was so good. It, it was like, you. Th- it starts, you think it's going to be a filler, just another mission filler with the return of Grief Karga and Kara June from series one. Um, but it then transformed and there was a lot of interesting stuff going on behind the scenes, um, which is very exciting. And I'm very much, very much looking forward to the next episode. Um, I think the performance was so great. Baby Yoda was, was cute as always. Like, I think he was even more cute this week. They're really playing up Baby Yoda this year. Um, uh, and yeah, so that's that. I can't find the name of it in time, so I guess we we just won't have the name in it. <laughs> well, before we start our ranking, I just wanted to clarify that last week we told you guys that there is going to be a Lord of the Rings series on Prime Video, uh, and I told you that it's going to be set in between The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings. Uh, I was wrong on that. I read the wrong source, 
and it's going to be set before the Hobbit at the time called uh, that's known as the Second Age. I think and that that makes that massively improves the prospect of this because the fact that it was in between two stories we already knew that was why I was nervous but because it's before I think they have a lot more creative freedom and yeah, it has the potential to be a lot better than it would have been if it was yeah I'm happy that two. I got my I'm actually happy that I got my sources wrong on this one so <laughs> yeah still I'm, I'm not I'm not too keen on them doing more middle earth stuff but I mean they they were going to they had like it's a it's gonna make money so they're gonna do it but yeah that is it for the news yeah. this week so we'll move, move on to our, the main segment of the show where we are ranking the the uh, genre-defining trilogy of superhero films, uh, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man trilogy starring Tobey Maguire, Kirsten Dunst, and a bunch of other people. Just like last week, we agree on the worst movie out of the trilogy, which is Spider-Man 3. A lot of people really hate this one, um, but I really, really like it. It's just, it's, it's so fun. It's um, kind of manic, over-the-top, crazy, ambitious, uh, and it's just, I think it's just a very, it explores Peter's character in a way that, it hasn't done a lot, but it is a bit overstuffed. It's a bit overambitious. Um, it suffers from part three syndrome, as I like to call it, um, where they they try and scale up massively. Um, it's exactly the same problem with The Dark Knight Rises, but um, uh, still, I love Spider-Man 3. I think it's really great. What do you think, Lev? Yeah, personally, I... I was a bit younger when I watched it and I thought it was awesome. And I personally, like, even now, I, it, it wasn't, it's not too bad. Like, I, like, even if I watch it now, I still enjoy watching it, even with all the uh, parts where Tobey Maguire is just, like, dancing and being a weirdo. Good old Billy Maguire. You can't beat Billy Maguire. It's still, it's, I, I still enjoy watching yeah, it. Yeah, I think people... I, 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 yeah, people kind of are a bit too harsh. Yeah, they're so they're so um, harsh on it. I think, I I mean I think the main problem people have with it is the weird bully Maguire dancing strange hair thing, but I think it's really I think it's actually good, especially because of all the um bully Maguire memes, which means that you can laugh at the bad bits, and just enjoy the good bits, and um I really really yeah. like the villains in this film as well. Having the Sandman and Venom in the same film is really cool. I think I think the only like the only big problem I have with it is I so don't get me wrong I love the Sandman villain I just think that if they hadn't had him be the person to kill uh, 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 Peter's uh, father uh, uncle <laughs> if they hadn't had Sandman be the person to kill Peter's um, uncle I think it would have been better yeah because. I, 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 yeah, that's the only mistake. It's that, it's that, um, it's that big problem, uh, with a backstory over character where they, um, just give a character a massive backstory or like a family or something and it ruins their character. So they did it with Ray in the Star Wars sequel trilogy. Um, 
they've they did it with uh i think they, they even did it with spider-man in the um, amazing spider-man trilogy and most recently which really annoys me they did it with the doctor and doctor who but um it's where it gives it a massive gives the character a huge backstory and makes it so that it's not just a random person who could do that it's not just a random person random prisoner that became sandman he is already intertwined in Peter's story in a big way, and I don't really like that. I wish they, I wish they would have, could have done that differently. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like the whole first film was centered about Peter becoming Spider-Man because his uncle was killed by this guy, but then in number three, it's just like they bring in this really good villain, and then all of a sudden they're just like. He's actually the person who killed yeah. your uncle. I wish, yeah, like, I wish they... Everything, um, everything you've known so far was just a lie. I wish I it was just that, a random prisoner. Yeah, I think if he had just been a bad guy that doesn't really have much of a personal backstory, like even if he had a backstory that involved Peter in some way, but just not that backstory that they gave him. Yeah. And I think actually looking at, looking at the um, way they used the Venom in this film... It's very nearly brilliant. I, I, I know a lot of people don't like this, but I love the way that it actually gets onto Peter Parker and makes him Venom for a bit, the Venom Spider-Man. I think that's yeah, really, I, I really love cool. Venom. Yeah, the Venom, yeah, the Venom thing was cool. Like the, the black Spider-Man suit oh, it's is so just cool. beautiful. And make, yeah. making, him, making him all weird and dancey and angry and stuff, I think it actually does a lot for his character and it makes him kind of... It's, it's basically hard to... It's always hard in a film to explore, like struggling and grief and stuff um so it, and i they know i don't I, they very rarely get it completely right but i think that he um they got it pretty well kind of weird in this one but pr still pretty good and i think um uh yeah get, getting getting him as venom was actually a good idea but i i have a problem with the main guy who becomes venom the photographer guy i don't like that i wish they again i wish they could have just got some random guy I mean, in the, in, in, the, in the comics and in the uh, cartoon series and stuff, it is actually Eddie Brock who becomes Venom. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, they were just sticking to what was already... Yeah, but no, I just wish Eddie Brock wasn't... I wish Eddie Brock wasn't, like, competing with Peter and stuff. He was just this random other photographer. Cause it's yeah, just... yeah, I guess, that, yeah, that was kind of weird. And also, I don't, I don't... I'm not a huge fan of the... Um, of the... Yeah, I'm just not. I'm just not a fan, particularly of that. But the final battle in Spider-Man Three is awesome. I just love it. Yeah, it's very over the top with Harry coming back and saving yeah. him just as as Spider-Man's about to get crushed. <laughs> so. But yeah, I think Venom is when Venom's done right. He he has the potential to be the best Spider-Man villain, and he is my favorite Spider-Man villain. So yeah, there's Spider-Man Three. I think overall's recapping. It's a brilliant in my opinion, and, and Les' opinion, um, film, but it's just a bit um, overstuffed, overambitious, and um, doesn't deliver on absolutely everything. Uh, now we split off for what our uh, second and first favourite films are. So because of that, we'll just jump straight to our first. Lev, you can go first. What is your favourite of this trilogy? My favourite of this trilogy is the classic Spider-Man. It's just amazing. Like... If you think of superhero origin uh, story movies, you cannot think of like you cannot think of anything except Spider-Man because like it's just just awesome. <laughs> like 
they tell the origin story so uh, like well and it's and it's it's very like it, like some people don't like origin story movies but i think you can you could be able to watch this one oh yeah it, this one it's just a classic it's so good i am um, yeah i love this one i think um it's just the it really it really um gets you get the feeling it's like this could just be any random person that could get bitten by the spider or become spider-man and um some of the exactly. scenes where he first kind of uses his power uh, powers and stuff it's just really cool um, yeah it's so iconic when he's like yeah. climbing up the walls or how his webs work and he does all the different hand gestures yeah oh yeah yeah when he's like what is it like that it's like that and yeah and he finally and it does it yeah it's just it's such a good film i love it I think, um, uh, yeah, Tobey Maguire is really good in it, uh, discovering his powers. And um, uh, I mean, I this is one problem I have with the whole trilogy, is he just looks like a little, he looks like a 30-year-old, 25, 30. And it's kind of funny because, like, um, I was talking with my friend the other day and he was like, um, uh, you know, he was like, you know, Spider-Man 2, when they go, um, when he's on the train, they're like, He's only a kid, just as uh, just as old as my son. Um, my friend was going like, it should be. Um, he's just a thirty. He's just a guy, same age as my thirty-year-old son. <laughs> and it's just it's funny because like all the all his high school students, all his high school um, peers, they all look like forty-year-olds. <laughs> it's just like Flash, <laughs> yeah, like Flash you know- Thompson. Flash Thompson literally looks forty. In this film, it's hilarious. <laughs> but I mean, you can't the really hold it off. They want to get uh, good actors. He's just and, as old yeah. as my son. Is yeah. actually younger than Tobey yeah. Maguire yeah. in real life. <laughs> it's brilliant. But um, I I think the um, it's just such a classic film. I am um, Tobey Maguire is great in it. Kirsten Dunst is pretty good in it. I'm not a huge fan of her MJ, but you know um, and it's just such a classic, classic film. Yeah. Yeah, and I think the uh, Green Goblin as the villain was a great start. I mean, he's so iconic, and he's just a great villain. Like having like Spider Man and Green Goblin are just such a good pair to fight up against each other. Yeah, yeah. And the movie itself is just so iconic. Like. He's this young high school kid who's super nerdy, not fit at all. He doesn't have any friends. He has a crush on a girl, but she but she doesn't like him. And then he suddenly becomes this superhero, and he it uh, is cool. and he and he and everything starts going well for him. It's just su- such a classic. So I mean, I'm not a huge fan of the Green Goblin in this, mainly because he's just over the top, a bit campy. And also the uh, the CG for his um for his floating board looks really weird, but you can't really hold it against it. It's it, it's two thousand and one, I think, or is it two thousand and two? Yeah, it's one of them. But yeah, yeah. two thousand and two. Yeah, so Spider Man is my number one. Well, I disagree with you there. I think it's great, but for me, Spider Man two, and I think also for a lot of people, Spider Man two is just a complete masterpiece. It is, it is just such an iconic. It, it took all the great things from Spider-Man, and it amplified them. Uh, gave a much more 
compelling villain as a villain uh like when he's at like, yeah and and it made it made um the character it deep depth it, it further gave gave the characters even more depth it just really um uh solidifies the trilogy as just really mind-bogglingly good and i think it's, yeah. it's toby Maguire's best performance i think out of the um out of the three of them yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not saying like I like Spider-Man Two is my second favorite, and it is great. Like, it, it's probably one of the, definitely, probably one of the, or the best Spider-Man, uh, uh, movie of all time. But I just really like Number One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like <laughs> and that. and I mean, Doc Ock. I mean, he's a great villain. He he like and the CG the CG had. Uh, upgraded yeah. since the first it's amazing time, so it worked better it's really 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 great um yeah C- cg for hit for him in this it's yeah crazy and to this, think. this the story is quite strong as well it's yeah not i like think it's weak yeah i story. think it's i think it's great i think um also all the action scenes they've like it's like up the ante but without going too ambitious like with all the the train stopping scenes just brilliant and the um uh all, uh, all the scenes in the shed where doc Ock goes they're so cool. They just the set yeah. the set for that is amazing. And like when he just doesn't want to be Spider Man anymore. And he yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yes. For a bit. I yeah. love that. That's, that's great. Well. That's great. Yeah. It's just it's kind of like I think it's the closest to the Dark Knight that um any Marvel film will go, and that's a good thing. Yeah, and I mean it's it's not an MCU film. And it's it's just a, a Marvel uh, yeah. uh, trilogy. And it's kind and it's of it's own, kind it's of their own universe. So yeah, I think it's kind it, of good it's that it's really free good. from the MCU because it doesn't need to have all the. I mean, it's still funny, but it doesn't need to have all the crazy quirky comedy that is in the MCU. Yeah, as like um, unless you know Spider Man Three uh, with the. Uh, What's his name? Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Yeah, if that brings Tobey Maguire in with Andrew Garfield, then that would be cool. Yeah, I have I have a few things to say about that, but that's for another episode. Um, so uh, yeah, that that I mean, uh, yeah, that would be awesome. I I would love to see them. Um, so yeah, I just but overall the trilogy is really 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 strong. So my to- um, ranking for it is number three on the worst out of the three movies is Spider-Man 3, then Spider-Man 2, and then the best one is the classic Spider-Man. And for me, uh, at number three is Spider-Man 3. Uh, It's just great bit of bit over stuff. Uh, In second place is Spider-Man. Such a classic. And um, I just think there's a little bit that there's a few little mistakes here and there. They were only ironed out in my favourite of the three, Spider-Man 2. It's just phenomenal. So, yeah, there's our ranking. Uh, now we'll just talk about the trilogy on the whole, because why not? So, uh, yeah, what do you think about the trilogy on the whole? Because I mean, it's a bit controversial now. It's just so iconic. Like, when you think of Spider-Man movies or just superhero movies in general, like like any superhero movie, you have to think... like. The, the the Sam Raimi Spider-Man trilogy is definitely what comes to your mind first. Yeah, yeah, I think it's just so iconic. There are some comic book movies that just redefine the genre, and their first one, of course, was Superman because that's the starting one. 
But then the next one was Batman 89. Then it was Spider-Man 1. Then it was Iron Man. And then it was the Avengers and still. But yeah, it's just genre defining. It's It turned, it took the superhero genre and t- uh, got the comedy aspect really well. The, all three of them. Yeah, and it just, it just paved, yeah, it paved it the way. way for the MCU even as well. The feel, you get, you get that it's from the same, from the same like producers and stuff. Brilliant, really good trilogy. Exactly. Although I, I think it's definitely not perfect. Looking back, there are, it at times it's very campy and very um, very kind of odd in some places. But I think yeah. that's to be expected. It yeah, it's, every it's every great. trilogy has its flaws. Yeah, well, apart from Lord so, of the Rings, but yeah. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> so now we're going to be ranking the entire trilogy out of ten, with one being really bad and 10 being amazing so well no not amazing like ridiculously perfect by perfect basically yeah exactly so what is your ranking out of 10 overall i would give this trilogy a seven i think it's it's just iconic um it's it's really fun and um for the time it was fresh and it's just genre defining brilliant uh a lot of the performances are amazing but I think it would get seven because uh, it's flawed in some areas I'm not a huge fan of the Green Goblin and Spider-Man and I'm not a fan of how they made the Sandman some, uh, it fit, actually fit into the story more than, it, than he should have done and also Kirsten Dunst's MJ uh, is she's a good actor don't get me wrong but I think she gets really conceited and really arrogant in the third film, and it's kind of painful. But uh, yeah, it's just classic with quite a few flaws now, but it's just classic, and you've got to love it. Yeah, I agree on you. My ranking out of ten is also a solid seven, um, maybe a seven point five, but I'm going to stick with seven. It's just, yeah, it's just an iconic trilogy. It defines superhero movies, like. It just paves the way to a lot of other great films. And that's my ranking out of 10. Yeah, it's just brilliant. So that does it for episode three of the Cinema Podcast. Um, so please follow us on Instagram uh, at the underscore Cinema Podcast. I will leave a link in the description of the um, podcast. Also, we started a Discord server for the podcast. Um so that the link will be also in the in the description of the podcast. So please um, join there and chat movies with us because we like talking movies. That's why we set up this podcast. Um, so yeah, if you don't have dis- if you don't have Discord, feel free to direct message us on Instagram. One of us will try to answer. So yeah, so- uh, thank you very much for listening, um, and have a good week. Watch, watch movies. movies.